Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. To get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Welcome back in hour number two of the program here on Wednesday morning. And uh, we were in the first hour, we were talking about this Lizzie Borden lawsuit. And we'll get into that a little bit more. And I want to hear your thoughts at 508-996-0500. But I was thinking about this as I was, you know, reading this morning about the the death of Dale Mooney, uh, the New England man who was uh, at the Patriots game and got into an altercation with a Dolphins fan and then passed away. I was reminded of, and, and it was it was another Patriots-Dolphins game. I forget what year it was, but Dan Pyers was still alive. The, the, the legendary Dan Pyers who covered the Patriots for many years for the Standard Times and my mentor, the person who kind of taught me everything I know about being a sports writer covering a pro team. And we used to drive up to the games together. When I first started covering the Patriots, he had already been doing it for a number of years. He kind of took me under his wing and became not only a, a, a co-worker and a mentor, but also a really good friend. And so we would ride together and have a blast and, you know, it was just so much fun riding with him all the time, joking around. I mean, he was just a funny guy. We we would, well, he would even cause some trouble in the press box, get everybody going. Like, it was just that kind of, that kind of atmosphere when he was around. Everybody loved him. And we were driving to the game one time, and I think, if I remember right, it was a snowy, yeah, it was a snowy day. I think that was the time that he, because he used to come and pick me up and wear him. He would drive from New Bedford to Wareham to pick me up and then go from Wareham to Gillette Stadium because we only got one parking pass. 
And this particular day, it snowed, I believe, if, it's, if I'm thinking of the same same Sunday. And I had to, like, walk from my house to the end of my neighborhood because they hadn't plowed my neighborhood. There was, like, a foot of snow. And so I trudge down. I get down there. And we're driving into Gillette Stadium. And we drive by a Jeep. Like a Jeep Wrangler, I think it was, or, or you know, some kind of car shaped like that. And it was all decked out in dolphins, paraphernalia, bumper stickers, flags, uh, all kinds of stuff, all dolphins related. And when we pulled up next to the car, because, of course, we want to see, like, all right, who's driving this car? Like Dan Marino? Come on. And we get up next to it, which, by the way, that's... Dan, Dan Marino is uh, another funny <laughs> Dan Pyre story where we were in the elevator with Dan Marino and um, somebody let one rip and Dan immediately, Dan Pyre's immediately turned and blamed it on Dan Marino. Uh, but the, um, which means it was probably Dan Pyre's that did it. But the, um, we got up next to this this car and there was a woman in it driving all also decked out in Dolphins gear, you know, hat, big puffy jacket and all that. And Dan just looks at me and goes, She's going to get her ass kicked going to the game. And I was like, oh, man, I hope not. And then, sure enough, the next day, there's a story that this woman was assaulted at the game. So I don't know what it is about the Patriots-Dolphins rivalry that it leads to fistfights or leads to people getting physically assaulted. But I've been to the stadium, you know, I, I, I wouldn't even be able to tell you how many times, you know. At least eight home games a year, plus preseason, plus postseason for 20 years. I mean, I've been there a lot. And I don't think I'd ever left the game without there being somebody in lockup. Where we would exit the stadium, where the, the media would exit the stadium, which is if you're familiar with Gillette Stadium, the practice bubble behind the stadium on the south side, the media entrance and exit is between stadium proper and the practice bubble. So we were going out that door over there. And right by that door is where they have the lockup for fans that are taken into custody during the game. Now, I'm sure a lot of the time they just hold them there until somebody can come and be responsible for them and pick them up and drive them home because they've had too much to drink. I don't think that they necessarily arrest and process and prosecute everybody that ends up in that lockup. I don't know that for sure, but that's just my assumption. But I don't think I'd ever walked by there without somebody being in there, which means that they've been in there hours after the game is over. So there's always things that are going to happen, always some unruliness that's going to happen, but usually people don't die as a result of that. Now, this could have been a situation where Dale Mooney had a medical condition, maybe something he didn't know, maybe, you know, and you know how they say, you know, if you hit somebody in the heart in just the right way, in between beats, you can cause their heart to stop. I mean, there's all of these ways that this this could happen, but it certainly is It's a tragic situation and avoidable because people could just, 
you know, act civilized. I know that there's alcohol involved in a lot of cases where this happens, but you, you don't you don't want a confrontation to turn into a tragedy. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Good morning, Tim. How are you? Oh, just hanging in. Not really good today. Uh, something happened yesterday I'm not happy about. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, you know, this city is getting to be such... Um, I can't take it too much longer. I took a bluebird cab to my art class, and I left the keys in the in the bluebird cab by mistake. It had a nice keychain on it. Mm-hmm. Well, I paid $20 for the keychain, right? So anyway, um, when I got back in the cab, when it picked me up at one thirty to come back home, um, I it was noticing in my pocketbook the cab um, the keys weren't there. So I said to the cab driver, "Did you um, happen to see any keys?" He said um, he didn't, and then he um, he was like wishy washy, and I says, "Well, you know who got in the cab after me?" And it was only. Quarter 11, wait, quarter 12, 1.30, so that's, what, two and a half hours? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, he says um, he he don't he doesn't know there was a lot of people in the cab after me. But when you take a cab, they log that in. So I They do? I, I don't know. I, I, I haven't taken a cab in forever. Yeah, because they, they take your phone number down and they... Um, well, this particular guy reroutes his, um, what do you call that when you call in to get your ride? He reroutes that to somewhere else and they, they the dispatch? take all the calls. Yeah, the dispatch. They take all the calls. His name is Victor, who owns it. I don't know his last name. But anyway, I take that all the time to art class. And I'm so upset because, the um, so then he says to me, Oh, well, I had a girl that I picked up that uh, wouldn't, wouldn't have been logged in because she was on heel near the bus terminal. And then um, I says, well, he says, then he says to me about the keys. He says, well, look in the seats. So I find the keys jammed in where the, a seatbelt goes, right, and the keychain's gone. So right away I says, well, it must have been a girl who was a scumbag who took it because I mean when I find anything when I take an Uber or glasses or anything I return, I give it in I say somebody left some something here or somebody left glasses who was going to keep keys right. I, don't know. I mean I, they don't they don't they don't know where you live the the next person in there so it's not like they could do anything well, with those keys he, yeah but he knows and also afterwards it started I started thinking to myself think about it he had. He was in possession of those keys for all the, that time. He could have went and made copies of my keys. Yeah, but I mean, and if it was in if it was in the seat, maybe he he didn't even know that they were in there. Yeah, but he could have put it there just before I got picked up. I don't know. It's just. It's I crazy. mean, I would I would recommend changing your locks anyway, just to be safe. I know, but you know, uh, it's just sickening. Really, it, it goes on and on, and now you're talking about this person that got. The, um, you know, they got killed off at the game. You know, it's this world is just so sick. Really, it is. I mean, you can't even go to a game without getting into an altercation and somebody, these guys punch one another. Uh, over here, it's guns with drugs. I mean, it's sickening. Every time you turn around, it's, it's something. And, you know, you, you hit somebody the right way, and they're gone. 
Yeah, and the worst part about it is there were there were kids around that saw it happen. Yeah, and not only that, uh, I remember a girl down here in New Bedford way back when there was a bar that was in the south, uh, he- headed to downtown near the, that big building, Melville Towers, mm-hmm. and a girl got hit with a, a cue ball in the head, and she never woke up. Was it like somebody somebody threw it, or was it like somebody was playing and the ball jumped the table I and hit her? No, it was like, I, it was way back when, and I don't know if it was two girls that had an argument. It, it, somebody might know about it that's listening. It happened quite a while ago. It's like a Spanish bar, but now I don't know what it is. It, it was several things. It's it's on uh, near Melville Towers. Well, and I mean. Behind, I- Behind the Zyterian, down, but down from there, but in that area, behind I, it, but down. You know what I mean? I think the biggest problem is that people, you know, get into situations where they are emotional in the moment, and they don't they don't play out the scenario in their head, and they don't think about what the consequences may be as a result of their actions. I mean, every every time that I get into any kind of confrontation with somebody, my first thought is, am I going to end up getting arrested over this? Because I don't want to get arrested over this. I know mean, I don't even take it to the point of like, boy, somebody could die as a result of this. I just don't want to end up getting arrested over some stupid argument I got into with somebody at a at a football game. Yeah, the people need to turn the other way. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. It's just I'm just really disgusted because I mean, there's so much scum around here. I mm-hmm. mean, how low can you go? I mean, like even this girl that did this with the keys. I mean, oh, was she doing me a favor by taking my keychain and then leaving the keys? Did she think she was doing something good? Are you are you sure that if you did you dig around some more to see if the keychain came off and if that was in the no, seat? No, it doesn't because it's pretty. It was pink and it ha- it had leather on it. It was leather and it was like sort of like one you put you could put it on around your wrist, but it was longer and it sparkled. It had little. Um, all the way around it was like sparkly. It was pretty. I never get my things returned, never. You know how people say, oh, I lost this or something? Never. Mine never, never comes back to me. They steal. They take my things. I had a pocketbook once. It was brand new. I had it all nice and set up nice. That got taken with the keys in it. They stole the car and everything. You don't know what I've been through. Well, I would, I would recommend definitely getting your locks changed just to be safe. I know it's a I know it's an expense and it's it's a pain in the butt, but it, I, I think you'll sleep better knowing that that's the case. I know, Tim. I'm just so upset. I understand. All right. All right. Well, I hope that uh, I hope that you start to feel better about it, and uh, hopefully, just talking about it made you feel a little bit better. I just wish that um, the owner would um, take us some some responsibility. Anyway, they're telling me the girl that drives it too says it's your fault for leaving them there. I mean, I guess I guess they kind of have to have that policy, though, you know? They can't be responsible for things left behind. I know, but people aren't good in this world. In other words, when I find something, I turn it in. She says, well, just because you're good doesn't mean everybody is. Yeah, unfortunately, that's true. All right, well, you have a good day. Try to have a good day anyway. Thank you. Take care. And if you want to call in, 508-996-0500. Uh, and, of course, if if, listen, there's a lot of negativity in the world, a lot of bad things. That's why you need to find those good moments where you can. You need to find those little moments of magic. And one of those moments of magic could be 
going to see Van Morrison at the Providence Performing Arts Center. He's performing September 22nd and 24th at 7 p.m. And if you'd like to get tickets, they're available now at ppacri.org. That's P-P-A-C-R-I dot O-R-G, P-P-A-C-R-I dot org. Or you can call 401-421-ARTS and get tickets to see Van Morrison live in concert at the Providence Performing Arts Center. A great venue for a show. His voice is going to resonate so well with the acoustics in there. And I think that uh, if you've never seen him, you will enjoy it. If you've never seen him at the PPAC, you will certainly enjoy it. All right. Got to take a break. We'll be back in a few moments. Jump right back into the phone calls. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Hey, Lamone. How you doing? Living and loving. You're a little bit low. I don't know if you can get closer to the phone if, if uh, Lady Gaga has you untied there. Is that better? That's much better. Okay. All right. So, um, so I kind of feel like Dave's on the phone again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so we got to find out. We got to find out what happened here with you, you. So last we spoke to you, I mean, I know you talked you talked to us a little bit yesterday, but when we talked to you before, you were in the bathroom of Lady Gaga's hotel suite, and you were you were you were trying to get free. I was I was attempting to get free, but oh oh. Anyways, uh, that that was never a problem. I was always safe and secure. She had me there listening to uh, to, the, to the album, the new album, of the Rolling Stones, mm-hmm. Hackening Diamonds. That's the new the, the new album they have. And remember, I asked you, did you hear the the new song called Angry? Yeah, it's a good song. Not a couple. Of, yeah. So um. So all of us. So she was she let me listen to her uh her uh, Stevie Wonder playing uh, Sound from Heaven. So that was a really good song. You know, Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder could, could play chopsticks and everybody would stand for him. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. So that was a really enjoyable thing right there. I had fun the whole weekend. And um, that was a good thing. And so what I'd like to say is, like like I told you before, she's a wonderful lady. And, and she treated me very kindly and very sweetly. And, and I sure hope that uh, someday I'm invited to her wedding and she does get wet married. And so just letting you know, throwing it out there. So, but I, like I said, I remember... Oh, a while back, you were talking about, hey, maybe uh, Donald Trump will come through here and maybe you know, come come and try to uh, get try to get points, you know, you know, trying to do something for for the election, and you know that he owes twenty six million dollars to different places. He did that and didn't pay them. Oh, you know, really? I was say, yeah. So you might want to check on that. So we we so hot eagerly to volunteer him to come there and, and leave you guys in a bigger bind, and it's like um. I thought that was kind of funny. Well, not really funny. That's that kind of uh, unusual. I have something I want, I want you to look at, but I don't know how I'm going to give it to you. I can't send it to you. I tried to send it to you on Facebook. I wouldn't go through on Facebook. So I was like, what the hell was that? And I was like, I feel like OJ. <laughs> so, but, and it's like, I think that you would enjoy it. It's something I think that I would, if you, could, if you, you got my number, you send the number, call me right back, and I'll send it to you on the phone. Send it to you so you can let you want people to see it. But it's funny. It's not even 30 seconds long. Okay. But Ma- anyway. So, okay. Maybe it'll work okay, in an so- email. Did you try emailing it? No, I didn't try that. Try that. You Tim, so Tim, damn demanding. Tim at WBSM.com. Okay, let me tell you also. Well, just because if, if, if you try to text it to my phone, it's going to compress it, and I won't be able to tell what it is. It's 30 seconds. It's, it's a clip from a, it's a clip from a, a 80s uh uh, soul training. My my phone does not does not do video as well. Whenever anybody sends a video, it compresses it, and then I can't. It always looks like super grainy, like it was on a flip phone. So that's why email works best. Okay, so I was going to say, like for all the ladies out there, 
if you if you a good thing that you if you like to like to uh, uh, a lower man or whatever, or if you if you got a woman that you really love and you would like her to feel good and feel good, I think that one of the best things you get is uh, sunflowers by Elizabeth Arden. That that is a very great smelling perfume for a woman. Sure, yeah, and um, and, and, and it smells delicious. And I think that um, I think that, I think that could just only add to a woman's allure if they put that on them. Well, I think you should get a bottle for Lady Gaga for the nice weekend that she showed you. Well, she was she she you know but I, she she smelled so good and so fresh, so fresh and so clean, clean. Yeah, but uh, yeah, she was she was <laughs> little outcast she was there. Oh, I know we had we, so, yeah, who caught that, though? All right. I, like, I, I don't want to cut. I hate to cut you off, Lamont, but I got to go to the news. Okay. One thing about Adam, about Adam got the news. Is he in the studio? Is there some? He's, he's, he's over in the news booth, yeah. Yeah. Ask, ask Adam, say, hey, where's the Ponderosa? <laughs> the Ponderosa. Talking about you Adam Cartwright from Bonanza. He's making a yeah, reference from like forty years before you were born. No, my, my folks did watch Bonanza quite a bit when when they were my age. But uh, I I do like Bonanza. I'm more of a gun smoke guy myself. Well, you go. I'm surprised you go, young man. Very good, very good. So who's Arthur Fonzarelli? Arthur, well, that's the Fonz from Happy Days, of course. How can you not? Yeah. know who he is? Yeah. Yeah. Adam, you're He's getting sucked into Lamone's world. Just so you know. Yeah. There's no turning well, back good. now. I'm, I'm very proud of you, Adam. You go, young man. If you ever come to Vegas, I'll. Take you and hopefully you won't catch your case or say you would need any, any antibiotics when you go back home or nothing like that. You know, or catch a case like you know with the with the with the bug shots and all like that. Just hopefully, you know. But that's okay. So I, I go ahead, Adam. You go ahead and put that put that put the news out there for everybody to enjoy. All right, and thank all you. All of you kids have a good night. Thank it, you, Lamont. You as well. Time, all y'all. All right. Bella. Take it easy. All right, that is uh, that's the one and only Lamone in Las Vegas, and uh, now let's uh, let's reset by going into the newsroom without a bets. Attorney General Merrick Garland is scheduled to testify before the House Judiciary Committee today. Garland's appearance comes as Judiciary and two other committees in the Republican-controlled House are conducting investigations into President Biden and his son Hunter Biden. An excerpt of Garland's opening remarks shows he's ready to push back on claims by some Republicans that his office makes decisions based on political motives. Garland says that the Justice Department's job is not to do what is politically convenient or to take orders from the president, Congress, or from anyone else about how or what the what to criminally investigate. Actor Matthew McConaughey says he's not running for governor for Texas just now. McConaughey was a guest on a podcast on Monday when the question came up. He said he's raising three children right now, and that's keeping him busy enough. He considered a run for governor in 2021 against Governor Greg Abbott and Beto O'Rourke, but decided against it. Unifor and the Ford Motor Company have reached a tentative contract agreement in Canada for over 5,600 union members. Unifor National President Lana Payne says the deal, quote, addresses all the items raised by members in preparation for this round of collective bargaining. The contract in Canada expired at 11.59 p.m. Monday. And Danny Masterson's wife, Bijo Phillips, is filing for divorce. Mark Mayfield with more. TMZ reports she filed in a California court on Monday, citing irreconcilable differences as the reason for their separation. She also requested custody of their daughter. The news comes less than two weeks after Masterson was sentenced to 30 years in prison for rape. I'm Mark Mayfield. In sports, the Boston Red Sox were defeated by the Texas Rangers last night 6-4. to The two will wrap up their 
three-game series today at 2.05 p.m. And now here's your ABC6 local weather forecast. Wednesday is shaping up to be a delightful day with sunshine from start to finish. Temperatures will top out around 75, real pleasant, comfortable, and dry too. For tonight, clear and cool. Look for lows near 50. And for Thursday, pretty much a repeat of today. Plenty of sunshine with a high of 73. Be sure to watch ABC6 for my full seven-day forecast. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Kelly Bates on New Bedford's News Talk Station. 1420 WBSM. Right now it's 56 degrees here in New Bedford. I'm Adam Bass, WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news talk station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the WBSM app. Get breaking news alerts, stream audio, send us text messages, and get live traffic and weather updates all on the WBSM app. Download it now from your app store or at WBSM.com. set there for you get your morning started right i remember when i was in high school uh my teacher my history teacher at wareham high jeff hathaway was the world's biggest rock set fan he had i i think he was the department head for social studies i believe so yeah and so he had an office little tiny office very small and I, it was probably supposed to be a closet, although it had a window. But he had this little tiny office. And I remember going into his office to have a, a meeting with him. And I don't even remember what it was about. But it probably wasn't anything bad because I did well in that class. I loved that class. I loved history. In fact, he was the AP history teacher. We took that our junior year. And I tested... When I took the AP test, I got a four, which means I didn't have to take history. You know, I, I got a year's credit of history for college. I still ended up taking history classes in college anyway, just because I wanted to. And I was a political science minor. So, but, um, but that was junior year. There was no senior year AP history. It was just a one and done course. And nobody had ever had a senior level course. And we wanted one, so we actually pushed. Maybe that's what this meeting was about. Maybe it was talking about how to create this. We did an independent study, senior-level AP history, that allowed us to go in and take the test again. And I think I tested, I think I got a five that time, but which was the highest score. But anyway, long story short, I'm not, not 
not bragging here. I'm just telling you about like what a great teacher he was and, and how effective it was. But I'm in this meeting with him and he had a CD player in his office. And when I walked in, he was listening to Roxette. And I said, what, what, why are you listening to Roxette? And he's like, I love Roxette. And he hands the CD over to me and he had Roxette's greatest hits. And I was like, you know, I just knew them from the radio. And he's like, no, they're not just like some pop act that like you think they are. He's like, you got to listen. You got to listen to some of their stuff and, and really listen and see like what a great guitar player he is and what a great singer she is. And, and so I was like, all right. He's like, yeah, yeah. You know, borrow that CD, bring it back. Okay. And I did, and I was blown away by how good Roxette was. So, see, not only did he teach me history, he taught me some music as well. I also remember any kid that had, any Wareham kid that had Peter Hassenfuss as a teacher in eighth grade, science teacher, he had an impact on their life one way or another. For years, I've been trying to get him to agree to come on to Spooky South Coast, and because he shaped me and Matt Moniz, we used to go into that class, not me and Moniz together were, he graduated like 10 years before me. But both of us did the kind of the same thing when we had him. We would walk into class and we would say, you know, Mr. Hassenfuss, what do you think about aliens? And then that would become the lesson for the day. So a lot of what we know about the paranormal, we learned from him in the eighth grade. And I remember when this was at the time that uh, Wayne's World came out. And so Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody was hugely popular. And I had gone to... Atlantic City with my family. Well, we'd gone to New Jersey. But while I was in Atlantic City, I had purchased a cassette of, at the time they had Queen's Greatest Hits and The Best of Queen. The two of them had come out. And I got, I think, The Best of Queen. And he was like, I have the other one out in my truck. And I was like, oh, you know, maybe if there's some stuff on there, maybe maybe you could copy it for me. Maybe you could dub it for me. And he was like, you know what? Here. And he hands me the keys to his truck. And he says, go out and sit in my truck and listen to it during class. Like, that'll be your your class for today. <laughs> so I went out and sat in his truck, and I turned it on, and I listened to... I mean, I was an eighth grader. He gave me keys to his truck, and I sat in his truck, and I listened to his queen cassette while, you know, everybody else was back in, in the classroom having a lesson. I don't know why... That sticks out of my mind so much, but it was just one of the strangest days of school of all time. 508-996-0500. So I was uh, saying that um, there's a lawsuit now that has been filed by U.S. Ghost Adventures, which is the company owned by Lanzall, which is the owner of the Lizzie Borden house. He has officially filed in U.S. District Court in Massachusetts a complaint of trademark violation against Miss Lizzie's Coffee, LLC, and the owner, Joseph Pereira. He is claiming that they knowingly utilized and tried to take advantage of his trademarks and that they used deceptive practices to make it seem like they didn't know what they were doing and basically what he's looking for is he's looking for triple the profits that this coffee shop has made since it opened on August 4th. 
And I'm working on a story on this. I'm just waiting for... I reached out to both sides looking for a statement. And I'm, uh, I'm waiting to have a chance to either get a statement or speak to them. But let me just give you some highlights of, of, of what this complaint is complaining. Uh, I just want to make sure I read it to you, not in legalese. Miss Lizzie's Coffee, based on its name, logo, graphics, and proximity to the plaintiff's place of business, deceptively confuses unsuspecting customers by creating a false association that the defendant's services are affiliated with, approved by, and or licensed from the plaintiff. So he's saying that because they're Miss Lizzie's Coffee and because they use a hatchet on their sign that people are falsely and deceptively thinking that the two are one and the same. Says the guy whose company is called U.S. Ghost Adventures, which is trying to deceptively make people think that it is associated with the very popular travel channel television show Ghost Adventures. This is the biggest case of calling a kettle black that I've ever seen in my life. Or maybe the coffee pot, we'll say, in this case. I hope that as a result of this lawsuit being filed, this trademark suit being filed, that the folks behind Ghost Adventures turn around and do the same thing to U.S. Ghost Adventures. And what's funny is... They've had the opportunity to do this now for a number of years, and they haven't. You know, Ghost Adventures probably could have gone after them a while ago. But they haven't. You know what that makes me think? Well, either A, he was under the radar, but now he's getting himself out there in all these news stories, so that might cause a problem. But two, they said to themselves, hey, you know what? There's no way people are going to think that he's associated with us. So we don't need to push it. And I think that that's the exact same thing that's happening with this coffee shop. And I don't, I don't get it because all you're doing here is you might, you might even, maybe you even win this trademark suit. Now they're never going to say you have to give U.S. Ghost Adventures all your profits. You have to give them triple your profits. They're never, no, no jury is going to find that. But they might say you have to stop using the name. Maybe. I don't think so, based on what I've read of the trademarks. I don't think that would be the case. The trademarks are very specific for the use of the name Lizzie Borden in running a hotel or a restaurant and a very specific hatchet logo. So I don't think that this will, I don't even think it'll make it to a trial. And I don't think there's even an intention to. I think this is designed as a scare tactic. But if it did, I, I, I just, I can't imagine that this would be, there would be any win here for the Lizzie Borden House legally, except to get them to stop using the name Miss Lizzie's Coffee. But you've, so what do you get from that? Okay, great. You won, but you've lost so hard in the court of public opinion. Even the people that were like on the side of U.S. Ghost Adventures in the beginning of this are starting to, to turn 
at least in the comments that you see on social media. This is the worst of how to how to handle business in the public realm. The the comments were that uh, you know U.S. Ghost Adventures is, is is a small business here trying to to do their business and, and, and getting infringed upon. You're not a small business when you pay $2 million for the Lizzie Borden house, when you have ghost tours in dozens of cities around the country, when you own coffee companies and all kinds of other companies. If you, you look at Lansall's website and his portfolio, you're, you're not a small business. You're not the little guy here. So trying to characterize yourself as that is, is not winning you over any people. And, I don't think that pushing this is winning you over any people. In the end, maybe that doesn't matter. Maybe all you care about is just getting that victory of saying, well, you've got to change the name, but I don't even think it's going to get to that point. And I honestly think that Joe Pereira and Miss Lizzie's Coffee could, could counter sue saying that you're keeping them from being able to run their business. And putting out a press release saying they agreed to change their name when they never did. So I've, I've got a feeling this isn't going to turn out as well as they may think that it does. But we'll see. 508-996-0500. Going to take a break and be back in a few moments. This is a song about... Your way and my way, baby. And you can go see Van Morrison yourself if you want to get tickets to see him. He's playing at the PPAC September 22nd and 24th. Get your tickets now at ppacri.org, ppacri.org, or by calling 401-421-ARTS. Let's take a quick phone call here. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Oh, sorry. There you are. Hey, this guy that owns that Lizzie Borden house that's going after the Miss Lizzie's coffee shop. Mm -hmm. Let's just say he wins that case against the coffee shop where they got to change their name or whatever he wants them to do. What's next? Is he going to go after the Borden apartments next door to him? Well, so, I mean, that's, you know, what people are trying to say is like the Borden name is ubiquitous and the Lizzie name is ubiquitous with Fall River. So, you know, you there'd be a lot of issues that would come up, not just with this coffee shop, but with others. I don't know that he would go after others because they're not right next door. And because he's, you know, apparently plans to sell coffee to his guests at some point, even though he doesn't do it now. So I, I guess that that's probably why he's targeting this business. So I don't know that he would necessarily cast a wide net toward it. But I do know that he has told people, you know, that have worked for him, hey, if you ever do anything Lizzie Borden related, I, I get the profits from that. It's, I, my opinion, it's just greed, you know, and I don't know, I, just by listening to your show, I hear nothing nice about this guy. Yeah, I mean, I think the, um, the problem is he's got his idea of how to do things, and I don't think that he realizes that the way that he wants to do things doesn't always sit well with the public. Right. And like you said, uh, just said about the ghost adventures, you know, that he can do it, but nobody else can, you know. And that's, that's, what, that's, what, that's what bothers me. You know, talking about taking somebody's trademark, uh, a friend of mine who was a photographer and took very famous photos of the Lizzie Borden house, 
they used one of his photos to publish publicize one of their events on Facebook. And when the photographer reached out to them and said, you know, hey, that's that's my photo. I'd like you to at least credit me or, you know, preferably pay me for use of it or just take it down. They were like, what photo are you talking about? This, this, we, that's our photo. <laughs> like, because he took a photo of the house, they thought that they owned the rights to it. So, Wow. Yeah. And one more, and one more thing. Since uh, you've been committed to Eloise... I'm going to be going there uh, in November, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I was watching the live feed with, uh, with uh, I forget their names now. And uh, Stephanie and Scott. Time. Yeah. Uh, did you watch the uh, Expedition X with Eloise? I haven't yet. I'm trying to decide if I want to watch it or if I want to just go in, you know, not knowing anything. Oh, okay. I was just wondering because I had asked you that before when it aired. And I, I wish I could have uh, let you know what we were working on then, but I had to wait for them to announce it. And then there's another big announcement coming up, right? Yeah, they so they they do have a TV show coming. They just can't give any information on it yet until until the network makes the announcement first. Will you be involved in that? I am not involved in it, no. Okay. I but think, maybe maybe in the future, maybe the maybe if they get some more seasons, maybe they can find something for me to to do with it. But uh, no, I I we talked about it, and they said, "Do you want us to try to push for you?" And I was like, "I'm not gonna." give up my job to go film a, a TV show. No. Oh, yeah. That's just kind of my outlook. You know, it's not, I, you know, for some people, they want to do it. I don't want to give up a job that I love to go film for, you know, eight weeks and then come back and not have the job. So. Right. All right. Well, thank you for the call. Thanks for your time. Have a good day. Although I will say, you know, I'm sure if the opportunity came up and I wanted to do it and I talked to, to the bosses here, I'm sure we could make some arrangements, but I don't know. It's just, I know what they pay for those and it doesn't pay nearly as well as people would assume that it does. And um, I don't know. Plus it's their thing. But they didn't need me anyway. From what I hear and what they did, it's um, it's going to be mind-blowing. But I can't tell you anything more than that. All right, I got to take a break before I get myself in trouble. We'll be right back. Calm. All right, that's For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.